This is the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co-host, Arash Vasugi, and we are getting into one of the most important topics today. If you're not driving or on the go, grab a pen and a piece of paper. You're probably going to want to take some notes. And we are going to be talking all about discipline. Now, Raj, you've shared in the past that you didn't used to have a great relationship with discipline. You would start things and then stop them. You actually called yourself very undisciplined. And now you're one of the most disciplined people that I know. Why don't you start by telling a little bit about your background with discipline? Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. I had such a bad relationship with discipline. I really resisted it looking back on it now. And I never had a problem being motivated, knowing where I wanted to go. That came pretty natural to me. And, you know, growing up as a young kid playing sports, uh, you know, you set these mini goals for yourself, even unconsciously. And you have to create discipline when you're doing it. As I got older, I would start, stop, start, stop. I'd start it. I'd be a, such a fast starter. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. I said, this is what I'm going to do. And then I'd do it for a couple of weeks. I'd do it for a week and then it drifts. And then I'd get dissatisfied enough. I'd go, okay, I'm going to do it again. And then I'd give myself, I remember I had this piece of paper and I'd overcommit. That was one of my issues with discipline. And I'd overcommit and I'd I'd have a list. I'm going to do these 10 things every day. I mean, it's like looking back on it, it was so ridiculous. And, you know, obviously I didn't understand behavior or habits at the time. Anyway, you know, our mentor, uh, Bob Proctor, first time I met him, he said, you can have whatever you want, but the key is you have to be disciplined. Without discipline, nothing's going to change. And I said, well, I have a terrible relationship with discipline. And he said, well, we've got to change that. And I, at this point, I'm like really doubting myself, you know, because I've tried it my whole life up to, you know, I met Bob when I was 31. And I look back at it and he said, it's not as hard as you think. He said, you just don't have the right direction. And he said, how badly do you want to win? And I said, I want to, I want to win so badly. I was struggling so badly at this time. And I said, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And then, so I started doing disciplines and of what he was telling me. And then I started doing it on my own. And I realized at some moment I had this aha moment that I didn't understand discipline. I thought discipline was your activities. So I would always relate discipline to, okay, I say I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it, which isn't all wrong, but it was all out external circumstances. Well, when I changed my life, I looked back and I did this unconsciously, not understanding this, but you know, it's so great because one of the keys that I've always done is I'm really good and being aware of myself. Even at a young age, I was always pretty aware of that. And I would look back at what did I do to create this first 
level of success that I created. And then it wasn't my activities. It was in my thinking. And I remember I called Bob. I said, I've got the answer to discipline. And he, he said, well, tell me what it is. And I said, it's not your activities. It's your thinking. And he said, that's it. And I remember I said, discipline is the prequel to success. Because when I didn't have success, I didn't have discipline. And then when I did have success, I had discipline. It was like so simple. Mm-hmm. And I went and just took a deep dive into discipline. And you're being kind when you're saying I was one of the most undisciplined people. I mean, that is being kind. I will tell you that. Uh, And I really resisted it. And I want to tell anybody out there listening to this, if I can do it, you can do it. But discipline is about controlling your thinking. I always talk to our elite clients. I said, if you do just this one thing, it's going to change your results. Just one thing. And they say, what is it? And I say, you have to get so good at accepting and rejecting ideas. You accept only ideas of what you want. Anything else you say no to. That is where discipline is created. Discipline is created in your thinking. I go back to several episodes ago where we talked about not letting the outside control us. Well, in order to do that, you have to have discipline to reject the outside, talk to it and say, this will pass. But a lot of people don't do that. They they let their mind discipline them. They're not disciplining their mind. And all you have to do to create discipline is you have to control your thinking. And how you control your thinking is... Within a second, we have this thought energy that comes in, and we're either accepting that idea, whatever it is, or we're rejecting it, whatever it is. See, most people are accepting what they should reject and are rejecting what they should accept. So let me give you an example. Somebody has this really big idea, a bigger idea of themselves, a bigger goal, a bigger want, and they go, I can't do that. So they reject it. So right away, they're... Their old story is disciplining them. It's, it's conditioning them to keep doing the same thing. Well, what you want to do is when you have that idea, you accept it right away. And then from that point on, you discipline your mind to think only thoughts that are in harmony with that person. That's all I did. It was really just about accepting and rejecting. And then what do you know? All of a sudden my results changed. All of a sudden, I became so disciplined. Like discipline, I could go and I could tell you, if I tell you something, I'm going to do this for 30 days, it's done. Like it is done. If I tell you, we're going to go create something, it's done. Uh, Because now, once I accept an idea, I discipline my thinking. And that's the key. You don't let the outside discipline you. You don't let your mind discipline you, you've got to discipline your mind. And you do that by accepting and rejecting ideas and being in control. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. This has been so good already. At the very beginning, you mentioned that you were very motivated at times, but your discipline didn't always follow. So you would get motivated, you would start something, then you would stop something. And I think a lot of people correlate motivation with discipline. And that's where you can get into trouble because motivation fades so quickly. Motivation's often an outside force motivating you. 
we talk about that a little bit about how you can't let you can't let yourself be motivated into discipline, but discipline has to come first. Well, motivation gets you started. Discipline takes you to the finish line. And uh, that is so important to understand. And, you know, when you have to be motivated by something, for me, it's always a goal. A goal is what makes us do things. There's no reason to have discipline if we're not going towards an aim. And I don't mean just going. A lot of people say they have a goal, but they don't. They don't think about it. They don't put all their energy into the goal. It's more a wish or a hope. You've got to have a definite goal. And we've talked a little bit about decision, but without a decision, nothing happens. When you have a goal, you have some reason to discipline you. The goal is the motivation. Now you turn the goal into a belief and you know, a belief is something we should talk about on another podcast because I can go so many ways on how to how to do it. But the perfectly disciplined individual is in tune with their desire as a fact. That's what what happens. So the motivation gets us started. The discipline takes us to the finish line because you know what's going to happen? Along the way, you're going to have a lot of successes and a lot of failures. You're going to have a lot of obstacles. If you're disciplined in your thinking, the obstacles don't even matter. They're like, oh, that's interesting. Boom, keep going. But if you're letting the external discipline you, oh, it's not working. How am I going to do this? I know a lot of people can relate to this. I, I used to always think about that. Oh, it doesn't work. Let me try something else. Let me read another book. And discipline will, will change your world. You know, even how you study. Like if anybody's listening to our podcast, they're going to get 40% of what we're saying when they listen to it the first time. You want to listen to it four times. The second time, you're going to get another 20%. Now you're getting 60%. The third time, you're getting 80%. And then by the fourth time, you really get it. But to do that, you have to be very disciplined in your mind to understand that. See, your mind is going to tell you, come on, you've already done this before. That's why repetition is essential to build discipline. No discipline happens without repetition. I always talk about one of my favorite quotes is from Bruce Lee. And uh, I don't say it exactly how he says it, but this is how I said it in my mind. And he said, I never worried about my opponent who practiced a thousand moves. I worried about my opponent who practiced one move a thousand times. That's discipline. You know, and that's what that's how you really uh, reshape your programming. Do you want to create freedom in your life? You know, I feel like that's one thing that I know for sure about you. First, because who doesn't want to create freedom, but also because you're listening to this podcast. And that's something that we're passionate about helping people achieve. Something that Araj is so good at is simplifying almost anything and getting you into action and implementation. Success and freedom don't have to be complicated, but there is a system you need to follow. And wouldn't it be nice to know the exact steps involved? I agree. Araj is hosting a free hour-long webinar with the three steps to create freedom and you're invited. Go to vosscoachingcode.com forward slash freedom to register. Okay, this is 
Fantastic. I want you to break down this idea of disciplining your thinking, not letting your thinking discipline you and give more examples. Cause I want to make sure that everybody really walks away with a full understanding of what that means, because it's so important to breaking down discipline. Well, number one, you should have a few disciplines in your day. You shouldn't have a thousand. You should have your non-negotiables. You know, I'll give you an example. I had a client yesterday that I was talking to and he said, you know, Rush, I'm having trouble with discipline. I said, he goes, my day gets away from me and I get torn in this direction and that direction. And I said, well, discipline's not your issue, what you're explaining to me. I said, focus is, you're getting distracted. I said, I'm going to give you something to do. And I said, if you do it for the next 60 days, it's going to change the, your results. It'll change the game. He said, okay, what is it? And I said, I want you to write out three non-negotiables that you're going to accomplish tomorrow, the night before. I said, just three. And he said, I could do three. And I said, but this is going to be so easy for you to reject. But I want him to do three big things that you're going to accomplish. So even if you get distracted, you come back. And I want you to do the hardest thing first, the hardest of the three. Because if you start your day doing the hardest, what happens is you build confidence. That is what's going to build you confidence. I've already done the hardest thing. I have momentum now working for me. So now he's disciplining his environment because he's looking at the three. And you always want to see when the environment's disciplining you, when the outside's disciplining you, you're like, oh, I got a call. Uh, this client called me or I got away from it. I don't need you to be a robot but I need your intent to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect, but your intent does. See, intent is frequency of thought and we attract on frequencies. So when we're changing into a, the best version of ourselves, it takes discipline. It takes discipline to hold ourselves up to a higher standard, think, feel, and act like that person, even when the outside doesn't control us. But the repetition of doing that is going to gradually change you. And then you're going to start seeing in your outside world, it's going to change according to your disciplines. See, when we're disciplining ourselves, not letting, going back to your question, not letting your mind discipline you. You see, your mind, if it's not trained, it's just going and reacting the whole day. It's constantly reacting. We don't want to react. We want to respond. We want to be intentional. Intentional is a great word. Everything you do, you want to make sure you're intentional. See, if you look at 100 people, 97, 98 out of 100 people are going in the wrong direction. Why? Because they're reacting all day. Then you'll see that one person who's just calm no matter what. They're just calm. And you watch them and they're like an artist. It's so effortless. Well, that artist is calm in their mind. We've got to be calm in our mind. And that happens with discipline. And that's what we want to do. We want to really get so good at accepting and rejecting ideas. And this is where I'm very sensitive to negativity. I'm extremely sensitive. I'm not wired for it anymore. I used to gravitate towards it when I was failing. Now, if, if I'm in a negative environment or somebody's negative, I walk out and I do it subtly. I don't do it to offend anybody. I just walk out or I change the subject. I'll ask the person about themselves. You know, that's another form of discipline. See, we, our mind 
accepts everything we give it. And when we don't reject, we automatically accept it. So let's say, Mike, you and I, let's say I was negative to you and you don't say anything. You're kind and you don't say anything to me. You're like, oh, I'm just going to let him go, you know, and but you don't reject it. You accept my negativity. It actually influences your conditioning and it influences your attitude. That's why if you want to win, I'll give you something to discipline yourself for. For the next 30 days, look for the good in everything. Discipline yourself for 30 days. I'm just going to look for the good in everything. You know, somebody cuts you off while you're driving. You say, oh, that is so nice. You know, like you literally, there's a good in everything. Like if you look for the bad in something, there's a bad in everything. When I'm working with couples who are having a hard time in their marriage, the first thing I have them do is I say, for the next 30 days, I just want you to write out what you're grateful for, for your partner. And, uh, and I say, but you got to commit to doing this. And what happens is they start looking for the good in the partner. See, most people are looking for the bad because we've been conditioned at a young age to look at what's wrong. You know, if you look at the news, it's always talking about what's wrong. It very rarely talks about what's right. But there is this audio that I had that was three minutes long and, and it's called, it's good, or that's good. And it was from Earl Nightingale. And he said, look for the good in everything. And so I started practicing looking for the good in everything. And then Earl was our mentor's mentor. And I told, I called Bob and I said, have you heard this before? And he goes, do you have it? It's impossible to find. I said, I don't know where I found it, but I have it. And I sent it to him. And he said, these three minutes are some of the most important three minutes of looking for the good in everything. But that takes discipline. Now, if you think of all the ideas we give, like think about the ideas we're giving right now. They're so simple. So it's so easy to reject. Accepting and rejecting, somebody's going to sit there, oh, I could do that. And then, but if they're not trained, they don't do it. And what happens is they get distracted. Why? Because 95% of our day is run by our present programming. But if you want to achieve something much greater, you have to change the program. You can only change it with discipline. Okay, Raj, I want to bring this home on two specific topics as it relates to discipline. The first is discipline of action, and the second is discipline of attitude, both of which you've touched on. But you and I, over the last 15 years, have known probably thousands of clients who think they're really disciplined because they study for hours a day, but they're not taking any action. So they've convinced themselves that they're doing all the right things when they're not doing anything but studying and collecting more information and collecting more information. So when you talk about taking that next step and putting it into action, you just mentioned you were talking to a client. You said for the next 30 days, what I want you to do to discipline yourself is write down three action steps, non-negotiable action steps you're going to do the next day. And that wasn't two hours of study. So we talk about that and then we'll get into discipline of attitude. Yeah. First off, Emerson has a great quote around this. He says, do the thing, the thing will give you power. He doesn't say study the thing that give you power. Studying gets you the knowledge. Application gets you rewired. It's the doing that's going to change your image. It's the doing that's going to raise your confidence. Confidence comes from knowledge and doing. It doesn't come from one. And so, you know, we have clients, like you said, they say, no, I'm very disciplined. No, they're in their comfort zone. They like studying, but that's not going to change it. 
what happens is studying gives you the awareness of what to do, but you have to do that next step of doing it, the integration and the installation of what you want. You know, there's an installation process that you have to do, and that comes through action. Without action, it's delusion. And you have to do the thing before you're even ready to do the thing. That's when the massive change happens. And, you know, there's three things mixed together that are a magic formula for success. It's irrevocable committed decision. This I'm doing no matter what. Mix it with a positive mental attitude and a significant amount of discipline. See, discipline and attitude are like twins living in the same room. You can't have one without the other. If you want to build your attitude, you have to have discipline. And if you want to build discipline, you have to have a great attitude towards discipline. So they work very hand in hand with each other. And so what happens, a lot of these principles work so closely together. You know, there's a, there's a term called affirmative power. Affirmative power is constructing and directing your thoughts in a certain way, in a certain direction. That's discipline. It's saying, this is where I'm going. I'm only directing all my energy on that. See, 99.999% of everything's energy. So if we're putting energy forward towards what we want, then where, where do you think we're going to gravitate towards? What we want. If we're putting energy towards what we don't want, we're going to gravitate towards that. Now, what most people do because they're not aware, because they're not great yet at accepting and rejecting, they're constantly sending themselves mixed signals. And they're sending a double binding message where they say, this is what I want, but all day long they think about what they don't want. And what happens is they say, oh, this doesn't work. It's not that it doesn't work. They're not disciplined in their thinking. Their mind is disciplining them. Their automatic conditioning is disciplining them. So that's why we study. We study to rewire. We study to become aware. But the real rewiring really takes over where it'll be, it's through the action. And once you mix the study with the action, then you know what happens? You get massive change. That's where the implementation happens. And you'll, you'll blow yourself away with what's possible. Absolutely. Okay, let's get into today's action step. Today's action step is going to be very simple. It's two steps. Okay. And I've talked about it before, but look at yourself. If you follow us since the beginning of our podcast, I want you to accept and reject, accept only ideas that you want in your life and reject everything else. And the second thing is for the next 30 days, look for the good in everything. Start today. Look for the good in everything. Like make that an alarm three times on your phone. Have it in the morning that just goes off. At, let's say 7 a.m. I'm looking for the good in everything. Then at one, it goes off. I'm looking for the good in everything. It just pops up to remind you because your program's going to get away from it. Your, your day's going to get busy. Look for the good for the next 30 days, accept and reject, and create an amazing attitude towards discipline. Because I promise you, if I can do it, you can do it. I love today's action step and I love today's episode. I hope you do too. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. If you could leave us a rating, review, and share this with your family and friends. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Thanks, Araj. Thanks, Mikey. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seven Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. 
To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.